Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts. All right, Constance, hey Jawanda, guys, welcome Monique. back for another episode. Hey, hey y'all. Thank you for joining us once again, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. light never left. Bless black and highly favored. Okay. Um, so let's get into this wine of the week. So we went with a cherry Moscato by Oliver's. Um, if you have been a listener of ours, you know that we love the blueberry Moscato by Oliver's. I've also tried a blueberry Moscato by another brand and it just was not the same. Um, but we tried the cherry today. So who want to go first? What they? Okay. I'll go. It was pretty good. I was scared. I know, like, we've been real apprehensive about this cherry because we were so enamored with the blueberry. <laughs> and I drink it any, any day. And y'all know how much I, like, disdain Moscato. But I love this brand. I really do like these two flavors. This one's a little mm-hmm. tangy. I- I'll call it that. It's a little more tangy than that blueberry. But it's still just as smooth. And, I mean, it do taste a little light juice. But... But I surely would sip on it at a party, especially outside a nice sundress. Oh, yes. I can see myself being cute this here wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a 10 for me. I like 10 it. 10 out of 10. I we'll like drink a, again. We'll drink again. I, I agree. From what I could try, um, it was good. <laughs> Word to the wise, do not put it in the freezer. And it was only in there for an hour while we recorded a previous episode. And the thing was frozen when I went back. So... For what I could get out, it was good. I would definitely try it again. It should be slush now. Oh, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I was cheating. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't getting the full taste of the wine. Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel you. Yeah, so I'm going to have to run it back. But I would recommend. It's very sweet, though. Yeah, it definitely, you definitely get that taste of Moscato out of there. And like Constance said, it is tangy. I was going to just say tart. But cherries are kind of tart, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I was prepared I, for the words with that name, like cherry. Ugh. <laughs> People hate on cherry flavor, though. I like I cherry like flavor cherry. things. Never thought about it in a wine, but. Oliver describes it as sweet tropical Moscato balanced by bright, fresh, um, whoever cherries. A hint of spritz. <laughs> Finishes every sip. <laughs> what kind of cherries is it? What does it start with? No, is it an M? Yeah. Is no. it maraschino? Oh, what the hell what kind of cherries Not is it? Morinci. Oh, fancy. Okay, well, whoever kind of cherries as you said before. <laughs> y'all know I don't know no English, so y'all can't be trying to get me to say things. No. But it has a hint of spritz that finishes every sip. Um, so you know, I wouldn't give it a ten. Inside, maybe like a seven. And plus, it's only six point six percent. So you already know how I feel about that. Oh. 
That's sad. Yes. That's, That's why that shit yep. throws up like that. Because yep. it ain't number damn Wine Kool Aid. <laughs> like a smearing off ice. Yes. That's God. definitely a Seagram's. But the um, bitch was th- $13. Like, why? I mean, it's I a quality that. drink. I'm not negating that it's not quality. However, comma, it is not the kind of quality I'm looking for. It's kind of like going the Stella Rosa route. You know what you I take mean? Take it to the yeah. beach. That's it. That's all. Just go for it. Chill out. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, all. it's for like a light card game that you don't want to get too heavy. Exactly. Right. I wouldn't even say if I want to get tip tip, but yeah, if I want to kind of get, get tip tip, get there slowly. You gotta drink the whole bottle, baby. Stuff. I don't. I don't mean. Okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean sipping this shit. Like I'm, I'm drinking the fuck out of this while I'm doing other things at a car, whatever. I'm fucking this bottle up. No, don't touch my bottle because I need you, this. This, this could be a I good have. cooking wine. <laughs> you know? You yeah. 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 You cook this yeah. to stay coherent. To the end of, <laughs> to the with end. a fresh, with a fresh rep- recipe, like a new recipe. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is definitely a yeah. new recipe one. But it is a product of the USA, so it's made here. But you know, I I just gave it a seven mostly because of uh, the tangy tartness and the percentage. But I would recommend it. Well, I, I get. I gave it a 10 just because I'm shocked that I like it and it's a damn Moscato and it's not choking me. But it does, you can taste the Moscato in it. it Oh yeah. But it's not overbearing. All right. Speaking of overbearing, let me request of y'all to um, (laughs) please write us a review on Apple, um, Audible, Spotify, um, I also think that we can go on, um, what is it, Amazon? Like, you go on there, too. Leave us a, leave us a review. Oh. Like, we would love to hear from you. Okay? Yes. And, you know, so many options. we may even read it on the show. Because we haven't had nothing since 2021, I believe. So, we would love to see what you guys think. Um, how you feeling, you know. Yeah. Sisters, are y'all all right? Fellas, y'all good, you know? So, <laughs> now understand that we are artists, okay? We're sensitive about our we're shit. Sensitive about our <laughs> shit. <laughs> and we just want to hear something. God damn it. We don't ask for much. No, we love you. We That's just right. want to hear. Leave us that five star review and your comment. Fantastic. Awesome. Super. You know. Great. <laughs> love them. <laughs> Thumbs up. I mean, fuck. Facts. Send me an emoji. <laughs> Just drop me a line. Okay, LOL smiley would. face. I'd be ever so grateful. So grateful we would be. Look, Constance is smiling right now, waiting for you to drop that line. <laughs> Mo has entered the chat with a smile as well. <laughs> Not entered the Mo's chat. over here taking note for that Erica Badu. So this week we have a guest. We have PM Kester, and she's all about taking a break. So, Mo, can you introduce our guest this week? Yes. PM Kester lives in Atlanta, Georgia, with her two daughters, age 19 and 13. 
Peyton works as an environmental public health scientist by day and hosts the How to Take a Break podcast in her spare time. Featured in the health and wellness section on Apple Podcasts, previous topics have included tips and tricks for grounding yourself and setting intentions as a mom for gratitude, for growth, to survive the holidays, and so on. You can also you can also get her book called Break Taking Tools on Etsy. And here's PM. The whole point of bringing you on the show is to basically talk about the need to take a break for mental health or whatever that you value that you need a break for. So we're preparing to take a break Mm -hmm. from the podcast just for two or three weeks to kind of reset and get ready for season three. (laughs) So what better person to bring on than the take a break guru herself? (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. And oh, I commend you on taking a break for, for two or three weeks. You have to do it. I don't think people recognize how tiring it is to kind of have a social media presence and to produce a podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, A lot of times people think it's just so easy. I've had people go like, oh, everyone has a podcast. I'm like, yeah, but how many episodes do they have? Like, this Mm -hmm. is a lot. Like, I have another friend, Moms and Martini, who's a podcast host as well. She lives in the Atlanta area. And she has been on a break for the past couple of months. And it's crazy because I'm was i always messaging her. We talk a lot. And I'm like, this was your best season. And she was like, in my most tiring. Mm-hmm. And she was like, work life caught up. And it's just like, will the rest of the season air? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> no. and- <laughs> Will it happen? Because it, it's it's just a lot, you know, interviewing, yeah. editing. Yeah. 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 Life. Yeah. We still in the yeah. pandemic. <laughs> life be life right. for real. Yeah, I can only imagine people needing to take a break for simply going back into the office. Like that whole transition was so draining for me. And it wasn't even because it was hard. It's just like I'm used to being in my PJs and not have to put on a face. Now I have to bring this whole <laughs> energy that I wasn't required to do for so long. Oh, well, way, way. I feel sorry for you while the rest of us still had to go to work. (laughs) Uh, Well, look, don't get me. Yeah, I I am still from home. Uh, We were supposed to go back maybe the end of April, I believe. But um, we have a rodent issue in the office. So that has kind of bought us some time. Oh, it better have bought by all the time because (laughs) I mean, it has bought us some time. But, um, yeah, I was just like, God, is that you? Are you telling right. these people that <laughs> who dropped off the mic? Don't let your people go. <laughs> Father, can you hear me? Unleash the plague of the rodents. Like, is this? Oh my God! And I, and I crack up my boss on the phone like this. I was sending them memes of like rats tap dancing on disc, and he was like, hey. I was like, I'm just saying. <laughs> is the universe right. speaking to you? Right. Will we go back in? Tune in. <laughs> I mean, why? You doing your job perfectly fine. I'm sure even better for some people at home. I was so thankful when they came down last week. Talk about some. Oh, we have great news. So we're gonna let you start working from home on Friday. What? You don't have to come Ugh. into the office. Ain't never coming back. Never coming back as long as this is a thing. When when? I just I don't know. Thursday. I don't even know how to be around people anymore in my office. I'm like, I, know. <laughs> right. I don't even know how to be around people. I period. I never learned. <laughs> 
do not engage her in that conversation because she is not the one. <laughs> I'm just not good at it. I'm just like, you people be like, how's your day? I'd be like, good. Then I just go about my business. I don't think to be like, oh, well, how was your day? I'm just like, my day was fine, child. I'm going on about my life. You know, but this is a skill. Yeah. This is a skill. I actually had to teach that to both my kids, especially my youngest. My youngest is like, because I've always been su- supremely gifted and everyone in the family has recognized that about her. So like always in gifted classes and stuff, always walking around like a little adult. And we really did have to like teach her how to interact with people because it'd be like, how are things? Good. Walk away. <laughs> Start typing. <laughs> Just like, let's, this is how you have a conversation. We go to the, then they say something. And then you have, oh Yeah. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> this is me. But I it's didn't learn thing. that I was like this until college. So, yeah. They let you me can go thank us for that. My whole 18, right. 19. Y'all took her aside. Of life. <laughs> Honey, we used to be scared of us. Like, does she hate me? Because, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't think I did anything to be hated. Oh. But let's. Because I also have out. RBF. That's <laughs> another thing that I have as well. So, I'm antisocial with RBF. I get that a lot mm. as well. And like I said, pass that down to my youngest, who again, it's kind of like you, was kind of antisocial. Now she's a little social butterfly, but it was just really like, we had to kind of <laughs> <laughs> pull it out. Cause it's just, cause people really do, even like in our family, just like, I don't think she likes us. And I'm like, she does, she does. She's like, <laughs> you're like the spokesperson for I'm Like, why would you say this? <laughs> why would you say this? She's like, you know, she's all right. <laughs> I would not have guessed that that was how people take you, given your engagement with social media. Because I'm like, PM shows up every day. She has a motivational, you know, word for us. And I'm looking for ways that I can take a break. <laughs> and I'm like, she said I could take a break. It's so a push. <laughs> My Instagram friend verified it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so happy. No, it, it's it's a, it's an effort sometimes. <laughs> And I often ask people, I'm like, am I coming off like mean? Because, you know, I do get that. So, Not at all. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in some social circles. So, but yeah, so it, it, it's, it's interesting to see the growth. And I'm just like, oh, people are, are listening. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, You're welcome. <laughs> so, as I said, we wanted to bring you on as a guest because we are preparing to take a two-week break from podcasting. And um, on we were looking at your website, doing some research, and we noticed that you had, you mentioned four standards for focusing on you. Um, they are, number one, standards. What do you want and why? And then number two, date yourself. When not influenced by others, what do you really like? Number three, assess your past. What type of relationships have you been exposed to and how has that impacted you? And number four, apply broadly. What can unpacking your past teach you about your future love? Um, I know that's a lot, but we want you to elaborate on that because <laughs> we took like each one of those standards applied to all of us individually. And we were like, oh, this is about to be a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as we focus on ourselves, like, can you elaborate on what that all, what that looks like as a whole? Oh my goodness. So that's a lot. <laughs> um <laughs> That's a lot. Um, so 
I think that a lot of times when we try to take a break and do the work, everyone is always talking about doing the work. We have to do the work, do the work, do the work. And a lot of times it's a lot of lip service. Mm. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of lip service and it's a lot of kind of mimicking what's trendy. Um, I always tell people, like, I hate self-care Sunday. I hate, like, this whole terminology (laughs) of self-care Sunday. I think it's stupid because it makes it seem like it's something. Yes, I said it. It's very Yes, I was offended when you said it the first time. I was like, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you why. And and that's because it locks us into just going this this day of rest, like, you know, Sunday is supposed to be, like, the only day. And that's not it. You will play around with stuff like that and end up in the hospital because your stress levels are so high. What happens to like Monday through Saturday? So why aren't you applying broadly? Like the last thing says, you have to apply these things over your whole life, over your whole schedule. You have to think about what you want. What is your end goal? So that starts with like setting your standards, right? So setting your standards is writing that stuff down. Like what do you want. So if you're talking about standards for a person you want to be in a romantic relationship, right? Write that down. No matter how ridiculous. He has to be tall. He has to um, have wealth. He can't have acne. He can't have bad breath. He has, and you got to be specific. <laughs> I was taught that early. Specific. You got to be specific. And the same thing with friendships. Um, they have to be available to go on trips. They have to be um, intellectually challenging um, for a career, must pay this amount, must offer these types of benefits because you want to work remotely. You have to be specific and set those standards. And so on the the scale that works with self-care as well, right? So it's not enough to say that I'm going to take a break and do self-care on myself and preach this message of self-care and i'm not applying this bright brush i'm just kind of almost like just saying this is the box or the bottle i'm gonna keep it in it's not sunday so now i'm not allowed Mm -hmm. to take a break any other day well that probably conflicts with the standards it's like you write it down what does this look like i want to be able to breathe and take time for me every day if you just taking a break and doing self-care on Sunday, that's in conflict. So every day, every day is a day that you can take a break. (laughs) Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I understand that part. You know, it about the whole setting the time because my therapist made me set a schedule. She's like, Monique, how are you celebrating yourself this week? So I made a schedule where every Wednesday and every Saturday is my care time intentionally that I'm doing absolutely nothing if that's what I choose. So I, yes, I agree. <laughs> you can celebrate yourself and take care of yourself any day you want outside of Sunday. It does not have to be a particular day. Yeah. Um, my, the lovely woman, Irene's braids that does my braids. She sets time every day. She gets home and she puts her phone on airplane mode for like 30 minutes. And that's a break. It's just like, I'm not dealing with this phone. I don't want to hear your stuff. You know, hopefully, if it's a real emergency, you'll find a way to get in contact with somebody that knows me. <laughs> but 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. And, you know, it might seem kind of selfish. And sometimes it's supposed to be that way. That's because you're loving on yourself. Right. And so, and, and again, it's the standards. What are your standards? What do you want and why what do you want for self-care 
what do you want in regards to loving on yourself and like all those other things. And so I think it's just kind of important, the standards. Date yourself, huh? <laughs> That's what um, I'm struggling with, girl. <laughs> Constance is like, feed me. I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I like, please, like, here's my plate, honey. Put the collars okay. on the it. Collars on it. <laughs> so a lot of times we don't. Again, self care Sunday. We don't take a break to kind of get to know ourselves. And if you think about ways that you've gotten to know yourself and how you have been intentional, that's my whole big thing. I've been preaching about for the past couple of years. Is how are you being intentional this year? The word is focus. How are how am I focusing on different things in my life? How are you focusing on you? What do you like when you're not being influenced by other people? What your mom likes, what your aunt likes, what people have told you that you like, or how you're supposed to be. If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. So we were on your website and we uh, we were on your website doing research and we noticed that you mentioned in 2017, taking a break <laughs> truly saved your life. Can you let our listeners know, um, give us an insight on that moment and how that happened for you? Mm-hmm. Um, so 2017 sucked. It started out sucky and I kept overlooking the suckiness of it. <laughs> Well, okay, I will I will say this. I overlooked the signs and it there was a lot of different signs. I look back on it now that something bad was getting ready to happen with my body. <laughs> and it got to a breaking point in September of 2017 where I laid down to go to sleep and felt like I was not gonna wake up. I was having issues breathing. It felt like I had to concentrate on it. It was like my I just could not catch my breath. And um, the next day, went to the primary care. The primary care doctor thought I was having a heart attack and immediately told me to rush to the emergency room. I explained to the front desk of the emergency room what was going on. And it was like, whoosh, all the crap you see on TV. Like she pressed some type of button or something and people just was like coming at me. And I was like, <laughs> went around like, oh my God, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and they're like taking stuff and they're like putting me on there and they're doing all the, and it's really heart attack precautions. They thought I was having a heart attack. I was not. Um, but what started after that was this whole journey of finding out these signs and symptoms that my body was giving me because I was stressed. Um, so I was 36 years old and was on the verge of having a stroke. Mm. Uh, when I went in to do my stress test, I was referred from the emergency room after all of that craziness to a cardiologist and that led to all the other doctors I had to go to. But I took my stress test and my blood pressure got up to like 220 something over 100, mm. uh, which you shouldn't even be up and talking 
Um, she pressed the button. There was a button I was supposed to press on the treadmill when I was in distress. And I knew something was going on because I was like, it's like so many doctors in the room all of a sudden. And everybody's just like, are you still like, and things are okay. And I'm like, well, I can't breathe a little. And, and I'm just uh, moving on, pressing on. And they just finally pressed the button and was just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? What What is, <laughs> what's happening? But, you know, between that doctor, um, I found out I had asthma, had never been diagnosed with asthma before, um, osteoarthritis, and uh, was pre-diabetic and everything. I'm like, all the doctors sat me down and they were just asking me to write down things that had happened to me that year. All that was going on in my life, my job, my marriage, um, relationships with people, write it all down. Because at the cusp of it all was that it was this immense amount of stress and me just like I was doing on that treadmill. In the middle of it all, even though my body was tired, my mind was tired, I was in physical distress. I was just boosh, boosh, strong black woman, just gone. Mm-hmm. Just, mm, mm, mm. And really my body was doing a hard reset because I needed to take a break and I wouldn't do it. And so since I wouldn't take a break, it was going to make me take a break. And that kind of started, that was my aha moment. That was my my wake up call to like, all right, something has to change and you need to take a break and make that a part of your life. My goodness, girl. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it goes to show like how, like you said, like being this strong black woman, how we endure so much and we pack on so much and it's all mental, which falls into physical and then if mm-hmm. we can't help ourselves, how can we help others? But we don't see that. We're just seeing that there's a mark we need to hit and we got to keep going. Like how many of us were on the plane, if the plane went down, we would die because we'd be up there trying to save everybody else. You get your mask, you get your mask. You're like, no, you put your mask on first. And we don't, we don't do that. And it is endemic to, to black women. I mean, you know, women in general as nurturers, but the strong black woman, that title has has come to us for a reason because we are always, it's like we have to hold everyone down. And even when I was going through my issue, I connected with one of my aunts and she was like, oh, that happened to me. Mm. And it was just not something we talked about. And I'm just like, Really? But she was also the aunt that, you know, had it together. That was, you know, the super nurse, the mom and stuff like that. And who knew that she had been rushed into the doctor with chest pains and things like that. And the doctor sat her down (laughs) and and had her write down what was going on in her life and things like that. Being the strong black woman will kill you if you let it. And that's why it's so important to take a break. Don't let your body make you take a break because you may not get that right. second chance. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Prior to this recording, I know I asked you, but um, for the sake of our l- listenership, like, why do we feel guilty for saying, I need to take a break for me? I need to sit down and just take care of myself. We should not feel guilty for saying, no, I can't show up. No, I can't provide that for you. This moment is do or die for me. Well, and I think it's so much of taking a break has, can be painted as being selfish. And again, strong black woman, we never want to be seen as selfish because we're supposed to be selfless. 
Um, and we kind of have to change that to, to that is being selfless. I mean, and sometimes you have to be a little selfish for your health, for your own mental well-being. Why is it that men can take a break and no one calls them out? We will say, oh, well, he needs to rest. He's so tired. He's so tired. And it's like, but I too am tired. I'm probably more tired than him because, you know, no child that I know <laughs> harasses daddy, daddy, daddy like they do mama, mama, mama. That's not a thing, even today. You know, all of my friends, you know, can barely go to the bathroom because their <laughs> child is like waiting on them outside the freaking door or in the bathroom. That does not happen to me. And we'll sit there in a minute and be like, oh, don't, don't you bother your daddy. Don't bother me. <laughs> Leave me alone. But we're, you know, there's a shame to that almost of like, you can't say that. Well, if you're taking a break, I, when I started doing this in 2017, I had this epiphany. Uh, my first big eye-opening break, I checked myself into a hotel. Into, it was Then it was called the Mandarin Oriental. It's now the Waldorf Astoria. So I spent like, look, I went yeah. to my little bonus mm-hmm. money and treated myself to this time away. And I remember um, I had an uncle who was like, you just going to go like that? Who going to watch your kids? And I'm like, they have a father. Damn daddy. <laughs> why do we do that? Like, <laughs> why does it all fall on mom? And why are you made to be shamed? We both need rest. We both need breaks. But there is something out here where women, especially black women, are not allowed to have rest for some reason. We're supposed to hold it all. And I think it's especially been showing up now in COVID when you see the number of Black women who had COVID because we had all these comorbidities, um, all the Black women who died because of that. Um, I actually used to work. I used to do research. I was a clinical research coordinator for a cardiothoracic surgery unit. And the amount of females that started coming in younger and younger in their 30s And there's so much research out there now with Black women in their 30s having strokes or having some type of cardiac incident. And I think it's all wrapped up into the shame Mm -hmm. around taking a break or giving yourself a rest. No one's going to die. And I used to believe that. It's just like, what's going to happen if I can't do everything? It has to be that way. But why? You will find, you will take a break and things going to still be here. Your job, you know, they're going to be all right. Because if you die, they'll feel yeah, your position right, tomorrow. Right. So before before that seven-day week is up and they done laid you in the ground, your position is posted. Look. <laughs> you mentioned shame. I think it's a part of, uh, I want to just mention, you know, like being labeled as lazy. Mm. Uh, like that's something we don't want we you know being lazy means like you're not achieving anything you're not doing anything with your life like you're trash if you're lazy but i don't know maybe that's just in my circle in my community of what i've heard no 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 because i mean we talk all the time about that (laughs) there's a book yep there's a book the sisters are all right it's about um it's by tamara winfrey harris yes um, and there is a book, a chapter called Strong Black Woman. 
in there. And it talks about like how many of us were kind of, you don't want to be seen as lazy. You have to be a good wife or a good prospect or whatever. You can't be lazy. You can't be lazy. Right. Well, why not? You know, I love seeing everyone online talking about ease now. Yes, this is our time for ease. If we get nothing else from being home for those of us who were able to be home, because I know all of us were not. During this pandemic, I think that's why it's so hard for people to try to go back in, because you were able to tap into a little bit of that ease, right? Um, Not having to rush off into traffic early in the morning. Lord. Atlanta, <laughs> um, you know, maybe being able to walk to the kitchen now and, and fix your lunch and having to like, instead of that rush to be like, got to do this. Or, and I think it slowed some of us down to just be like, why were we rushing so much yeah. and adding all this stress on? Um, So I look forward to being a little lazy. I mean, and I've taken my own little podcast break um this year so and at first I was kind of scared I was scared what's going to happen if I'm not posting all the time or I don't have episodes out all the time and you know I still had growth I still got invited onto (laughs) your podcast so maybe it's okay Maybe it's okay just to be a little lazy. Go watch a movie so when someone asks you what your favorite movie is, now you'll know. You don't have to lie. <laughs> right. Let me Google something real you don't quick. Have to lie. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? You gotta go, you gotta go look up like quotes from like, you know, like a Tyler Perry movie or come to America <laughs> right. or something like that. Like you ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie. You might not even like that. You might like Steel Magnolias. Well, ain't no shame. Ain't no shame. Ain't no right. shame. <laughs> Embrace who you are and be who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that um, happened like within the past couple of years. Like the great resignation was happening, mm-hmm. and people realized mm-hmm. after staying home that I ain't got to put up with this. Like Steve Urkel said, I don't have to deal with this. I'm going home, <laughs> and these people went home. <laughs> and that is true because I I have been looking. I'm like, where are y'all going? That is lovely. <laughs> How can I <laughs> be like you? I'm trying to figure it out too because we just keep recycling. We keep technicians, they keep quitting. They're just like, I'm done with this. Yep. Bye. And I'm just like, we just got you two months ago. Like, how are you leaving? <laughs> we are having that same issue with, with my company. Like, we'll interview and then we'll go and offer the job. And they're like, oh, I'm no longer interested. Mm, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Where are you working? Yeah. Are they, what, is, what are the perks? Oh. At this point, my boss was just like arms and legs. If they got arms and legs, you just hire. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy out here though, but it really does make you go like, wow, people really just got like a new lease on life, yeah. you know? Can you provide us with th- your top three uh, take a break tips that you do um on your own you know like in the in the safety of your home because not everybody has the the finances to go to a hotel for staycation or you know drop the kids off and just go for a walk sometimes you got to manage in the in your home so can you give us three tips for our listeners (laughs) okay so i'm a proponent in investing in yourself Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I know everyone have it, doesn't have anything. One of my pandemic purchases. <laughs> I bought a face steamer from Amazon. And so, you know, it's like when, if you can't go get a $100 facial, you just kind of like you steam your face like with the little face steamer beforehand and then put your little 99 cent, $2, you know, Whole Foods face mask on. And it's, it's just like, you just feel like you somebody, honey. I'll sit mm-hmm. there. Behold my little steam, playing my little Sade in the background. <laughs> this is no ordinary love. Look on my mask. <laughs> Setting my timer, like, oh, get my mask. And it's so funny because the kids got involved. They was like, are we doing masks? <laughs> are we it's doing too. Right? It's just like, what'd you take a break from? My youngest was like, oh, life is stressful. Like, oh, middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ma'am, you know nothing so about stress yet, okay? Yeah. So, investment for everyone, the whole family. But yes, so setting aside time to do that. Um, if you have the space, just sit outside, play some music, and just kind of like take a break. You know, put your children in front of like Coco Millen or something if they they small, and just. T- set yourself up a little thing outside. And get your glass of wine and read your book. Or magazine, whatever you want to do, or listen to a podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, an established podcast, how to take a break. Mm-hmm. So oh, many great those black are two great podcasts ones. that yeah. you can listen Absolutely. to. Yeah, you Available. can listen to while you're sitting on your patio for free because you know you're paying rent, so you might as well take up that space. A lot of us are not using the space that we pay for. Y'all better sit outside. Get you like all these ass chairs on sale. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm we, love, we love the Aldi. Yeah, we live at the Aldi now. You know what I'm saying? You join the black, the what is it bougie black sisters that go that love Aldi's on Facebook group, so you can find the sales and stuff. And like, so you see when they drop items at Aldi's, like those chairs or that cheap patio set. And then people in different markets will be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, the chair went on sale. It's half price." And then you know mm. you got to go on here. Get your chair, and now you can sit on your patio that you pay for, but you're not sitting on. And that's your break. Sit outside. Put a little fan out there. All this has fans. Too. <laughs> all this has everything. This is true. I'm not sponsored by all this, but maybe they should sponsor. And they hopefully they will. <laughs> okay, I've joined. So, Thank you. Right. For that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're gonna find you some stuff. <laughs> you will find some stuff. So let's see. We got our face mask. Is what I do. I sit outside and I actually do walk because walking is free. If you have the luxury of still being able to work from home, um, look at your day. Look at your day and see when you have the time. Uh, I'm a big proponent. So many times we say we can't take a break, but we also we're so overwhelmed that we haven't taken the time to go like, well, what does my day look like? And so you may find that you have some time that you just maybe sitting around catching up on like that episode of Grey's Anatomy that you've seen like 10,000 times or something. (laughs) And you could go outside and walk and just kind of re-energize yourself. Now it's getting hot. So look and see what your beginning and end of day time looks like. Because a lot of times we do have time to take a break and we just don't take advantage of it. So just write it down. It's going to sound stupid. I know. But it's very eye-opening. Just kind of see what your day looks like. Use one of those planners that you bought at the beginning of January. I know you still got it. It's probably tucked away somewhere. That's fine. Take it out. Dust it out. Brush it off. And then write down Monday, 7 a.m. or whatever time you wake up. 
What do you do? Walk through your day and then just find the holes that you can take a break. So you may have time to take a break for a walk. You may have time to apply for another job because I also we take a break for so many things. A lot of times, of course, I get into self-care and rest and health. That's what I do. But a lot of us might need to take a break to apply for another job. Look, we've talked about these people is resigning. Jobs is out here now. So this might be your time when you can come on up and move away from the people that you don't like. You know you don't like no folks at a job. Find somewhere else and to go. Cook. This might be the time. Look, and they can't cook and they gonna poison you and we're gonna use a bench. I don't end up getting food poisoning. So I think about stuff like that. <laughs> so you don't have to. So this might be a time where you like, oh wow, I don't have to log in to work or be at work until eight. I wake up at 630, so I'm going to take 20 minutes to go on Indeed or USA Jobs or something like that and look for a job. That might be your morning break. You might need, you know, to walk and exercise for your cholesterol, your your blood pressure, stuff like that. What does your break time look like? Maybe you can go into like the basement or something at your job or walk around the block a couple of times at your job and, and fit that in in between meetings or whatever. Again, so you can get away from your coworker. That way you don't send that email that you be wanting to send in when you tell them, per my last email, get up, go take a walk. <laughs> we still got to pay our rent. True so, that. <laughs> so these are times we can work in these breaks. These are the breaks, breaks are helping you. So um, I like to walk. I do my facial steamer. I sit on my patio because I pay this rent and I need to go sit out there. <laughs> Using the resources it's around. Right you- and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I like that a lot. When you said use your space and that we don't really maximize it, I felt seen because I have an office space that was holding a lot of stuff. And last week mm-hmm. I said... I got rid of some of the stuff because I want to use the space for a prayer room slash yoga slash office. And I'm like, I could have been doing this all this time if Mm -hmm. I was intentional about it. So, yeah, we have so much that we could be doing and we don't even realize it. You can go in your closet, too. Now, and I am being serious. I used to... uh... (laughs) I had these big walk-in closets. Um, the first apartment we were in after the after my divorce, and but no one messed with me in the closet. And so I would go. I put my little chase, this little brown chase I had got from a furniture store. I put that in the closet, and I would sit in that closet and read for like thirty minutes, quiet. No one would mess with me. I would hear the kids sometimes looking for me. I don't know why it just didn't click that I was in. You're probably thinking they know where she in that damn closet. She could be anywhere else in this house but the closet. So they used to just swear I was just like gone, like for a walk or something. I'd just be sitting in the closet reading. It is. Space. I'm just saying, I've met others who go into their closet as well. No. But again, that space, space that, you know, you may not recognize, like you just get away. Genius, actually. Not saying child neglect. (laughs) You were listening. You just weren't facing them. That's all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, if I smelled something burning or something like that, of course I would have like, who cooking? I would say so. I would have gave up my spot. <laughs> there. No judgment here. Absolutely not. Because I no. definitely would say no if I was someone's mom, there'd be no ends to the place I would try and find hide. I'd hide in damn pantry if I could. I'm trying to. That's what I had to do. <laughs> All the snacks were there. Listen, listen, Look. if you didn't follow me in the bathroom, Monique, what would I do? 
They do. And they don't care what you're doing in that bathroom. They will stay in there with There's you. There's nothing sacred anymore. You can't even pee no. by yourself. They wait outside <laughs> the door. I'm just, I'm I'm telling you, I just, I don't know how people have multiple children. Nothing against that, but I'm just like, oh my God, two children. Two children was like way enough for me. It's just like, how can you do it this Like, <laughs> they're always there. We were actually laughing about that when you took your break. We were like, we don't know if we even want kids at this point. <laughs> we're like 32, 33, 34. Mm-mm. Oh, my. The clock is ticking what? and it's, the battery's dying. <laughs> I have a lot of friends. Like, one of my friends just had a baby on my birthday. And she turns 40 this year. And she was like, oh, she's so what did I do? I said, I don't know. I asked you questions. <laughs> but I know you really wanted kids. But I'm like... <laughs> So I'm that friend. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna support you with stuff, but you know, you gonna get. I'm gonna tell you. You ask me. I'm gonna tell yeah, it to you. I ain't gonna lie. I asked you questions. We have already been here. I was like, I said, friend, friend. We are forty, friend. We are forty. We tired. We are tired. <laughs> we are tired. This is a new adventure. Yeah, can't sit down. But that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking trash about. Nobody wants to have kids. I clear. I'm not. Absolutely. No. Children are beautiful. You. Yes. They, I commend you. Yes. Yes. They are our future, as Earth, Wind, and Fire said. But honey, I. But for me, Look. I'm just concerned. Not for the kid. Not that I didn't think I'd be a good mom. I just don't know. I just don't know if I had the patience for that shit. I. I mm. left teaching for a reason. Okay. So. Breeding my own, and making people, yeah. being their leader. <sighs> it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a very unconventional parent because I just be having come real time conversations with my kids. Like, girl, I don't know. What to tell you. <laughs> That's what my children would get, <laughs> baby girl. Listen here, I ain't never been where you at. I don't know how to work the social media neither. I don't know what to tell you. We, we in the thick of it together. <laughs> Bruh. Facts. We gonna be here. They started changing around the math, and I told her, yeah. "I'm gonna pay for somebody. Who I need to pay?" That is a. And she was like, "But you're smart." I said, "Not smart enough." <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why they make it so complicated. Now it's the same they math. Give the children why? options because everybody don't learn the same. Look, the, look. I wrote a letter to the lady. I said, "But no. this is the right answer." And after she told me, but we want it this way, I, I knew then that my time was up. <laughs> I, Girl, that's a mess there. I think that's stupid. That's all I get. They, 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 they got to do it that way. As long as they recognize it. As long as they know this Mm-mm. is a multiplication problem, this is a division problem. I ain't got no problem. Give me the answer. Did you get it right? Is your work right? Fantastic. You know what to do. You know how to multiply. You'll be able to calculate your check. Before taxes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> look, and that, look, that's, that's all what you right. to do. <laughs> As for me and my house, I'm Here just trying what? to figure out how or where I can drop them off at <laughs> when I need them. Right. <laughs> Whose house? Look, <laughs> look, that's a bonus self care tip. Recognize your networks. And don't be shamed into using them. If you need to go and do the aftercare 
or the parents' night out at the YMCA, don't you be shamed. You better take advantage and drop them off early and be like the very last one, like right there on the <laughs> edge. Yes, I did it. And I'm not shamed. I'm not shamed. I am not ashamed. We dropped off. We ain't had nobody. That was our time. <laughs> they was getting picked yeah. up. We was right there at 10 o'clock. You said 7 to 10, sir. <laughs> we were here at 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're not late. Right. <laughs> Ten. So utilize. Utilize your networks. I think sometimes we get embarrassed by that too. Seriously though. Like the asking for help. Mm-hmm. We're just going, hey, don't you love these children? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, grandma. <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. They're yours too. And then, it's partially your fault. Yeah, like you right, exactly. You asked ask for when am, right. a, when am I gonna have a grandbaby? Look, I mess with my aunt about this because she keeps messing with my little cousins. I just don't know when. I said, I just want you to be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about some when. I want you to be ready when the grandkids do happen. Like, don't be throwing stuff out here Mm-mm. and then try to take it back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no take see back. Nope. No, get here. It ain't going nowhere. Nowhere but your house. <laughs> To grandmother's house we go. Drop <laughs> <laughs> right on off. I see you drinking a wine. What is your um, wine preferences? We love taking wine suggestions over here. Um, so I like Pinot Noir. Oh, yeah, oh. And red is supposed to be heart healthy. It is. So. That is true. <laughs> I see what you did so. there. <laughs> I know. I cracked my cardiologist up. She'd be like. I said, but no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> the American Heart Association <laughs> The Mediterranean diet includes a glass of red wine nightly. <laughs> I don't drink nightly, but you can if you follow that diet. But um, but this um, this is a new one that I'm trying. It is an organic red. What is this? Natura. And it's pretty good. I've never had an organic wine before, but I will say, so I'm still learning, (laughs) learning, you know, likes and stuff. But that was one of the things I did discover that I really did like red wine. Hmm. Um, I started doing wine tastings and stuff like that. Um, And what I learned with this organic wine is um, aerating Mm -hmm. it. Like I bought like another pandemic purchase <laughs> about like this little aerator thing um on amazon and so um i did not like it just poured from the bottle when i had it even when i let it breathe or whatever but i noticed when i put it through the the mm-hmm. aerator like it's really good so i love a good a good pinot noir so that's good mark west is another good red um pinot noir um and the mcbride mm-hmm. sisters have a good sparkling oh. wine. I don't think I've tried that. I, 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 yeah, they have a sparkling white and a sparkling rose. And I like the sparkling white. I think it's like a sparkling salmon block or something like that. But that's it's really good. I gifted that for Christmas and everyone liked it. Jawanda loves so, the McBride yes, sister. Girl. She's like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to get that tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Look, go to Total Wines. Also, Total, Total Wines. Wines. Oh, we love the Total podcast. Wines. <laughs> look, look, I was just looking at somebody else. Another black uh, podcaster was talking about, she was at Total Wines and she was like, 
all her stories was her buying like six bottles of wine yes. from Total Wine. I was just like, ooh, look, I was like, what are you buying? What Real bad. Yes. <laughs> and there's this um, black like, guy when I go there that he always seems to stop us. And he was like, oh, what are you looking for today? And I just be like, oh, I'm looking for this. And he was like, oh, have you tried this? And he's like, this is John Legend's wine. And this is, you know, a Mary J. Black. And I'm just like, put it in the cart. <laughs> I gotta try that one too. So I do want to. That's gonna be my treat. So Go do a wine maybe my goal this week is to um, try to get my garden in order. And so to celebrate me doing that, I think I'm going to go to Total Wine. And I've been wanting to try the Sun Goddess wine. I've been seeing so many people posting about it. So is it good? Thanks. Lap girl that thing was so damn good okay and i didn't realize it was a like a brand because it just like they you know put it by the um the type of wine in total wine so when i saw right, they right. had like a sauvignon block i was like oh there's more i can try okay so but i thought it was real good okay. i like sun goddess honey but i'm a pinot grigio girl so that's my thing and there's like she has an orange mm-hmm. too right yeah, i haven't tried yeah, that one but i saw that on her website when i went to look I just saw a black woman on the on the bottle and I bought it. <laughs> I bought it because it was pretty. And it was, I was like, "Oh, there's a black woman on here. I'm gonna put this right on in this cart." Yeah, that's why I keep buying the McBride sisters because we must be related yeah. because the ancestors every time, every time I be trying to get something cheaper, <laughs> the ancestors be like, "You better get this black owned woman owned wine right, right here. It doesn't matter that it's sixteen dollars." <laughs> Look, it's another. The Brown Estate is also blind, a black winery, um, but their bottles are like, I think the cheapest I've seen is thirty five. Oh. But uh, yeah, my bougie black friends that I see on Instagram, <laughs> they get that. And it, at first, it was I thought I had to order it, and you know, you order wine like the UPS and stuff is like mm-hmm. so expensive. But I just found out that. Um, Total Wines now carry some oh, of their, their wines. So I know, like, I, I try to, like, not go to Total Wines all the time because, you know, they'll just, your money, I just yes. be like, Lord, I just got paid. Like, they be like, what? $120. What I was like, what? I didn't even got all that much. What are you talking about? Look, it's like them and Target. You be like. Right. And it doesn't help that they let the um, workers pick their favorite. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. they recommended this one. Right. So it got to be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, PM, for joining us. We appreciate you for being yes, here. Lord. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yes. so excited. <laughs> yes, we had a good time. Too many laughs. And uh, even despite yes. the techno- technological drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So can you let us know where our listeners can find you? All right, so I am on the Instagrams at PM Kester. Um, if you go into that, you will see a link tree that will list like where you can find the podcast, how to take a break podcast, PM Kester Enterprises LLC, the website. I'm on TikTok. I don't popularize it because I be doing crazy stuff on TikTok, <laughs> but it's at how to take a break. <laughs> so you might find it entertaining. Join me in my craziness. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, PM, for joining us this week. We really appreciated the conversation, and we hope to have you on again. Um, You guys follow her. Look at her Instagram. She definitely gives some um, 
encouraging and motivational stuff up there. Some real rap raw. Yes. All right. Let's uh, move on to our wine with wine. Whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine. Girl, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's what going the hell first? is going on with these gas prices? Because I went to the gas pump today and the thing said $4.15. <laughs> it's not working. Good it's a God. no. It's oh. going to be a no. It's always been a no. And what the hell? We can't do this very much longer. It's going to be some mini carpooling days for me. Who you carpooling with, friend? Anybody. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you got 20, I got Body. 20. Let's make this work. Because my, I think to fill up, okay, this could be my fault because I was in the red. Um, It was a good $50 to fill my car. Okay. Imagine if I still had my SUV. Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, mm-mm. I can't even look at it. I'm, bitch, these gas prices are making folks miss Trump. That's how serious it is. Like, people miss him. Just because of the gas prices. And the stimmies. Now, if he run me one more of them stimmies, we might have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance at its best. But for real, though, like, them stimmies came oh. in clutch. And I don't what i did with mine like i was responsible but i can't remember like what i did i definitely you know, paid some bills and me. did some other stuff but yeah yeah <sighs> i concur friend <clears throat> um i'm not gonna lie i don't know what to, to really whine about just um not call it office politics you know just working with young people and them not understanding how blessed they are to have what they have coming straight up out of college in a job where, and honestly, I feel like every job just about now, you feel like you got to know somebody in some way, shape or form to try and help you there to make sure you get an interview with the right people to get the fucking job. Sweetie, don't, don't come to me with all these whining and grievances, complaints. Like I'm gonna listen to you. I may whine a little bit too, but honey bun, I don't give a fuck. These people are paying me good money to do this shit. It's not up to me to fix that shit. That's not that's above my pay grade, bitch. I'm down here. I'm fine right where I'm at. They're gonna tell me what to do, and I'm gonna keep doing it until they don't like it. And when they don't like it, I'll fix it. I'll change it up. Let's just let's just be grateful. Okay. Cause I'm real grateful to be where the fuck I'm at in the job that I'm in, making the money I make. I'm I'm happy about it. And if I had jumped out of fucking college and started making that six, three thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, I'd be content. I don't know why I did that when I got my first full-time job. It's something about complaining about the job that makes you feel like you um, have been accepted in the workplace and that you know what you're doing because you're able to complain Mm. about the the day-to-day ins and outs of your position. And Mm -hmm. after I relocated to another office, I realized like that was so unhealthy and you set the tone for your day in the workplace. When you do that shit, like you control 
how your workday goes. And if you want to complain, you're right. going to have something to complain about. But if you want to have a good day, you can yeah. choose that. And there is so much to be grateful for. You have a job, period, point blank. Right. I mean, that's it. And like, honey, I, I didn't want to do negativity in my last job. And I sure shit don't want to do it here. So I changed yeah, jobs in the you- first place. I'm sure there's always something to complain about. But damn, I mean, I just want to do right. my job and go home. I'm, I get you get to leave mm-hmm. your work at home. It's always the people that live at work yeah. that be complaining the most. Like, girl, this is not everything. I got something else to be worried about. Okay, because at the five o'clock, I'm clocking out. Yeah, you always I'm have done. somebody that's gonna complain about something. So one thing yeah. or the other, we ought to call fed cream up. Oh, I'm on alarm! Oh my gosh, how could they be out? What about WTF? Like, bro, like it happens. Just let management it's, know it's they'll order some more child. They'll be, it'll be here tomorrow, probably. Right. It ain't. It's free ninety nine. It's complimentary. Exactly. You're okay. I promise. <laughs> You're fine. If you were that fucking worried about it, you get your ass up. Have your own nice. coffee and creamer, like I do. I don't depend on that coffee. It's a nice pick me up. That's my second cup of coffee. <laughs> I just, I, I'm doing to make sure I, used I to just need a three o'clock coffee. And me and my coworker would meet at the coffee machine around the same time. It was so funny. Something about that at the lunch pick me up is <laughs> serious. No, Lord. girl. Mm-mm. I can't do that. I'd be afraid I have to go try sleep. that because I'd be tired at the lunch, and I don't be mm-hmm. having no heavy lunch. I just have a salad, and I'm like, whoo. Yeah. I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> what you whining about, Dewanda? I want to whine about being social at fucking work. Like, I am sick of this shit. Like, I just don't understand why we can't just go to work, do our jobs, and come home. Like, why do I have to have a conversation about you and your family? Or you and your your <laughs> home reconstruction, whatever the hell you're doing at your house. Like, I do not want to talk. Okay, I have headphones on for a reason. All I want to do is just put my headphones in, maybe listen to music, maybe listen to a book, maybe listen to a podcast and type away on this computer, enter in these scripts, you know, do what I need to do until my eight or if I choose 10 hours are over. Then I go home and I talk to my man there. Like, I don't want to talk to you at work. We have nothing to talk about. What we got to talk about? We feel your sentiments, friend, because after being on uh, two the other day and that man was talking your head off, I was done. And I don't even work with him, okay? <laughs> Listen, sir, she has a job to do. And she can't do her job if you don't shut up. And it never ends. You go in the break. You at work. They talking to you. You in the break room. They talking to you. You go outside. They talking to you. Like, Brett, yo, just stop. What else is there to talk about? It's you know, like I work with like there's there's forty pharmacists total, and then you have technicians as well. And I mean, most of the technicians, I don't. I mean, I talk to them if I'm in the same area with them, but it's not as often as these pharmacists because they have real world problems. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They have, you know, they're selling their house, they're buying a house, they're selling their car, they're buying a car. Their kid got to do this. Their kid in this. They're trying to get their child into college. They're trying to. It's just like they got mosquitoes in their backyard. They they trying to build a patio set. 
they're doing remodeling like it's always some shit like yo sometimes like sometimes i'm just like yo i just do not want to talk today and i put in my headphones but sometimes that don't stop them from talking Mm, we know and there's we were there there's this one pharmacist that'll be like oh you're not really chatty today chatty any fucking <laughs> <laughs> do you not know you at all like you're never but fucking I'm not chatty, chatty. Any day. and this is where like I, you gotta I have to learn how to be a conversationalist because I will be in my own world and I know sometimes there's a benefit to like talking to others like you can like learn how to do stuff and all this other kind of stuff but most of the time I'm just like yo I'm just here because I'm on the schedule if you took me off, I'll go home. I just want to do my job and keep it moving. I don't want to talk. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, friend. Sometimes I hate that I do talk to people because on the days I feel like that and I really just don't want to be fucked with for whatever reason, even if I, it's just, I just, I'm just anti today and I really just want to do my job and leave because I have shit to do. Like I got to plan this and do that. And every time you stop me, my ADD kicks in. I don't know what the fuck I was just doing. Because now I got three other things that I thought about that I need to do. And I ain't got no list written. And like even when I write a list, I do something like, shit, I got to add this to the list. Can we not? Can we not? You don't need me. You already know how to do that. I don't care about somebody slapping Dave Chappelle. I don't care about him being tackled. God rest his soul. I don't care that Naomi Judd died. Like, I, 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 Look at my new I don't want to talk about that. Spot. Which I don't care. I don't care about your new whirlpool or your LG. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Now, if you want to stop me and tell me that our bonuses <laughs> are coming tomorrow, that is real world news that I need to know. If we got a meeting at five that I forgot about, please tell me to log on. But other than that, please stop talking to me. <laughs> Bitch, I'm with you. I may not feel like it every day, but I am with you. And some days I want to talk. <laughs> I, no. I ain't gonna lie. There are some days where I just like, oh, I just want to get through the day. Let's talk or whatever. But yeah, ninety to eighty five percent of those days, my <laughs> ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's talk. okay. Do not feel bad for that. That is okay. It is. And it's not like you do. You don't it, need to be a conversation. You are setting your boundary in a distasteful way. It's just today I don't feel like talking, right. and that's fine. You're not malicious exactly. about it. You just, you just, you ain't. You ain't trying to be all up in folk biz. Like, you just don't give a shit. You never really have. And there it's ain't nothing Monday, wrong with that. Some people need to stop. It's the Monday um, rush it's the Monday. of telling me everything that happened from your weekend that I absolutely do not care about. Let me tell you something. Monday is not that they taught me. You want to talk to me? Talk to me on Friday. Because <laughs> Friday I don't give a fuck. Because Friday I'm ready to go. Friday, waste my time, bitch. Because I'm trying to do as little work as possible today. Monday? Madam, <laughs> I need to set the tone for my week, and I can't. I can't. And I'm I trying can't. this black coffee thing, and mm. it's pissing me off every time I sip it, Brad. <laughs> Brad, every time, Brad. Oh, what? Why are you trying black on coffee? The E2M, you're not supposed to have like dairy, really. So you, I can't really put any creamer in my oh. coffee, mm-hmm. and creamer is what kills the bite out of the coffee for me. You can't have oat milk? No. That's dairy-free. No. Because it's made from oats. It ain't on the list, child. 
It ain't on, on the list, child. If it ain't on the list, you better <laughs> not eat. Tate. No, it ain't on the list. And it just, it pisses me off. Because every time I... Not even the non-dairy creamer. Like, what's going list. on? I'm <laughs> 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 sorry. I just wanted to, I just wanted I to support y'all. And every time I take a sip of that damn coffee, I don't know if y'all ever watched Seinfeld and watch Kramer eat something and it's just not agreeing with him and how he just, <laughs> just makes that face every time. It's just so, that bite just hits your tongue and you just like, ooh, every time. Like, no, what your friend is not going to agree with this when he hear about you in this black coffee. That's his thing. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I can't do that tang. That twang. <laughs> That's for that's for hard working people. That's that's I don't know what to tell you. I ain't never know nobody drink black I mean, coffee except I my sw- granddad. I had switched the tea, but the tea ain't the same as the coffee though. Like mm-hmm. it don't get you hype. Like that coffee hit your system, you'd be like, No. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like you're a crack. You know, I be With feeling that like Spider Man when I especially when I haven't had coffee in a long time. I be feeling like Spider Man. I'd be like, I could jump up, I'm on these walls, B. <laughs> Spider-Man, 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 does, Spider-Man, does, Spider-Man, 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 and this is the end of Unestablished. We love y'all. <laughs> this has been a good season. <laughs> Next week we are coming to y'all with our blooper episodes. Y'all really love that last season, so we had to run it back. Um, be sure. <laughs> to take a break we are preparing to take a break after our blooper episode for two weeks so you're gonna hear it again but we just wanted to let y'all know in advance yeah yeah oh all right well let me go ahead and throw in since mo cut me off um so (laughs) mo said we were running out hey I didn't describe your Spider Man. But I'm okay. saying, I mean, for real, you be bouncing off them walls. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, so hit us up on um, if you ever feel like Spider Man while drinking your coffee, hit us up on our email, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we also have a TikTok. We're working on that. I know you've been saying that for a long time. <laughs> we been, we definitely we we gonna get it together. We mm-hmm. gonna have a we gonna have a group yeah. meeting, and we gonna get it together. I promise you. <laughs> yes. No one's to blame. All three of us are to blame. We're yeah. gonna try something. Maybe season yeah, three. Yeah, maybe yeah, we'll yeah, try. Yeah, maybe yeah. We'll so go ahead and get so you can see it first. <laughs> so you can see it first. Go ahead and go ahead and like us there. Follow us there. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. Like Mo said, we have a bloopers after this. We can't wait to see what we got in the little archives from season two, the bloop bloop. Um, I can't wait. They're hilarious. If there's nothing else, Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. Cheers. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a Spider-Man does. Get y'all black asses off this podcast. <laughs> hey, you know you like Spider-Man. Brad, but y'all don't even all over like New York. That. He was just, he was good. I just. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. 
Be sure to catch us every week. And don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.